pocket so that every day you're with me I keep you close to my heart Give me one more kiss before the boys arrive Nashville to San Francisco is a hell of a drive But don't worry The Lord is good when the road is long And we'll be back before you know Welcome to the Pumping Irony Podcast. This is, this is a podcast where three friends, all living in Columbia, Maryland, get together and talk about things we like and dislike. I'm Tim. I'm Russ. And I'm Andrew. The original crew back together. <laughs> it's been a long time, but we are back recording. It's been a busy season, um, but we're back for a, for a, we got everyone in the room together, so we're going to knock this out. <laughs> this is, I think, episode 17. Um, and so we go in, um, in order, talk about li- likes and dislikes, but before we do that, I want to talk about a little bit of Star Wars news. Um, <laughs> Star Wars Celebration is happening right now in Orlando, Florida, and, um, the Last Jedi teaser trailer dropped yesterday. We yeah. just watched it on the big screen. Have you... I didn't it? want to watch it, but, like, I knew I was going to end up seeing it at some point, <laughs> so I'd rather watch it on my own, but... I really would have loved to just never see anything yeah, in that movie yeah. and just, just be surprised. There's just no world where right. like anything from that trailer is not going to be right. shown to me at some point in the next nine months. Right. Um, looks pretty good, though. I'm yeah. excited. Uh, some good scenes in there. The teaser uh, doesn't give too much away, which is good. No, yeah, yeah. no, like the first teaser trailer didn't either, I think, and the next trailer might give show a little bit more, right. but once again, we don't know what's happening, but... Um, but there's some cool shots, and I watched actually a little break, a shot-by-shot breakdown from the Star Wars <laughs> Celebration with these panels, talking about it, and so that was pretty cool. And also, um, from Star Wars Celebration, there was a nice tribute to Carrie Fisher. I don't know if you've seen that either. No. Uh, we'll link to both of those um, videos in, in the show notes. But yeah, it's a really good, it's like, what, four, four or five minutes long? Four or five long. minutes, yeah. Um, just, cool. It just makes you fall in love with Carrie Fisher again. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I saw that it existed, but yeah. I didn't want yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's really good. It's, it's, a, it's a nice, nice tribute to yeah. her, so... That's Star Wars news, and so we're going to get into it, and uh, this time we're going to start with Andrew talking about his like. Alright, so... Have you guys heard of a show called Dimension 404? I have not. No. You should, because it's awesome. Is it? <laughs> um, and Well, there the three episodes... Ooh, I like this bug that's crawling across your floor. Ooh, gross. <laughs> Squirrel. <laughs> yeah. No, bug. <laughs> yeah, that thing's... Oh, it's fast. Good catch, good catch. <laughs> um... So yeah, it's it's this is a show on Hulu. Um, it's an anthology series, kind of like Twilight Zone, Black okay. Mirror. Okay. Um, but it's a very different tone than Black Mirror. It's a lot more like campy and fun. Uh-huh. Um, it's narrated by Mark Hamill. Um, oh, okay. in like the Rod Sterling role, uh-huh. and it's very it's like I mean his narration is a lot goofier and like on the nose and talking about like oh when it when they come to Dimension Four O Four, you know, kind of like Twilight Zone uh-huh. stuff. Um. So I've seen three episodes. I think there's like six or five or six in, okay. in the season. Um, and Hulu released like three on day one and then like one a week after that. And so there's a fourth episode oh, that okay. I haven't had a chance to see. Um, it's got some pretty solid talent for a uh, Hulu show. The first episode has, uh, in addition to Mark Hamill, uh, Joel McHale, uh-huh. um, and Leah Michelle and the guy that plays uh, Major on iZombie. Okay. Um, whose name is Robert Buckley, apparently. And I watched I watched the first episode of Iza or uh, 
of uh, Dimension 4-4 right after watching last week's, like, iZombie, okay. which he was fantastic uh-huh. on. Um, so he just, like, in, like, like literally, like, in the span of, like, two hours, became one of my favorite actors. <laughs> um, I was like, oh, that's impressive. Um, second episode has uh, Patton Oswalt um, and Sarah Hyland from uh, Modern Family, who plays, like, the oldest daughter of the yeah. thing. Um, and... Yeah, and the third episode doesn't have, like, anyone, like, super famous that I remember, but, like, that third episode is, like, one of my favorite hours of TV that I've seen in a long time. It's, like, all this weird time travel kind of stuff um, that's, like, really self-aware and goofy and just kind of poking fun at itself. Um, And this is a really fun show. Okay, so Um, is it aimed at, like, being a comedy? It's not a comedy. Like, it's definitely not a comedy. Um, but it's, cause I mean, it's, it's, it strikes a really good tone because okay. it's serious enough, um, but it has a, a good chunk of humor in there and just self-awareness mm-hmm. and, um, I mean, it knows exactly what it is. Like, I don't know, like it, it took me like about the first 20 minutes to f- figure out what it was doing. Cause it kind of seemed like, like a little bit like lower budget, like Black Mirror okay. or, uh-huh. Um, kind of like it was. It, I, I thought that's what it was aiming for, and then like once you figure out what the first episode of the show is actually about, like oh, okay, no, it was nailing it the whole time, <laughs> and I just wasn't locked in yet. Oh, okay, um, which is really cool. Um, yeah, so I don't, I don't want to say too much about it because you know it's just fun to kind of go and watch. But so, is there a reason it's called Dimension Four Hundred Four? Is it like File Not Found? Or yeah. Something? Okay. Um, it start like actually the theme song is really cool. Um, like it, it does like this whole weird like four or four thing, and like the numbers four or four pop up in like every episode. And, okay. Like, Pat Oswalt will be you know in the car with Sarah Hyland, and like they're turning to you know the red <laughs> dial, and it hits four or four, and weird stuff starts happening. Uh, and and Mark Hamill's narration is just so fantastic in this show. <laughs> does he narrate like throughout the episodes, or just like in mostly the beginning, the beginning and okay. the end? Um, and yeah, it's just so it's like just, a Rod Serling thing, like Twilight Zone. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, it's really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so is it kind of sci-fi or is it just? Oh, it's very sci-fi. Okay, it All, is very every sci-fi. single episode you've seen so far. Uh, very yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, the first one is kind of like this weird, like online dating kind of story, and it, it's it doesn't have like the like I don't know moralities. It it doesn't you know do the same thing that Black Mirror does where everything is taking a look at, you know, mm-hmm. you know, a, what one specific thing of who, what could this be? And it has like sort of this like morality kind of thing or, right. um, you know, a lesson kind of learned. Like it doesn't have that okay. at all. <laughs> um, it's just weird and fun okay. and like, it's really good. I really dug it. Um, so, so have you read anything about, so the, the producing six episodes for season one type of thing and... Yeah. And, um, yeah, so six episodes, um, there should be, uh, two more coming still. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's just a blast. I can't wait to check out the rest of it. Cool. Like, like, do you know who, like, who's the, who's the, the minds behind, like, who are the creators of it, or? Uh, Desmond Dolly, okay. like, I think, and I'm looking at the IMDb <laughs> right now. Um, and it tells, like, it says, like, you know, created by the thing, and there's a lot of people that I didn't know. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's really, really great. Um, yeah, I'll check it out. So, have have you heard some any other like have you read any like other reviewers or I have heard, seen reviews? almost nothing about really? this okay. show on. I haven't heard anything about yeah, it. At yeah, all. Neither, so. um, yeah, it has like 
as far as I know, basically no buzz. Like I heard yeah. about it. Well, we're creating um, buzz today. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd heard about it just because, um, like a few weeks before premiere, just talking about you know some of the people that were in it. Um, I don't even remember where I heard that, and then nothing after it came out. And Dominic had seen um, the first couple episodes. He was like, "Hey, it's actually like pretty good. Uh, okay. Check it out." I was like, "This is really good," <laughs> especially that third episode. I'm gonna watch the third episode again for sure. Okay. Um, Very cool. It was just really, really cool. And I, I was grinning like an idiot for like the entire episode. Because <laughs> um, I was like, oh, like with all of Because it's like time traveling. And I was like, you know, there's just like an abundance of time travel stuff on right now. Uh, okay, um, yeah. Yeah, this, there is. <laughs> yeah. And this nails it, I think, the best out of anything I've seen in a while. Mm. And just like, it's just really fun. Uh, okay. I'll have to watch it because I can get Hulu on the, yeah. on the smart TV thing and watch it. Nice. Instead of watching on the computer, watch on TV yeah. is a oh, lot yeah. better. Well, you don't steer me wrong, because I started watching Santa Clarita Diet. Oh, good. Um, and I've seen, like, five episodes of that. That's so fun. <laughs> it was. I was, like, watching it. We, were, we took a trip to New York last mm-hmm. weekend, and on the bus ride up there, yeah, I'm, like, sitting there. Mm-hmm. Like, the first episode, when she starts, you know, ralphing, I just lost it. Yeah. I, just, I don't know. I don't know why people vomiting on television make me laugh. It doesn't gross me out. It just makes yeah. me... And it's not a small amount of vomit. No, no. <laughs> it's a lot of vomit. <laughs> So it's, I don't know, I was sitting there la- trying not hard not to laugh out loud because I'm on a bus with other people, but yeah. it was, and, uh, and then, you know, my daughter Shannon beside me, she's like, look at me, really weird, I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't help it, it's funny. So yeah, so I'll have to check out Dimension 404 yeah. on Hulu, I wonder if it's, is it the free Hulu, or is it the, you have to get a subscription to pay? I mean, it's, this is made by Hulu, so it's okay. probably, yeah, it, it premiered on uh, April 4th, so 404. Okay, there you uh-huh. go. Uh-huh. Yeah. Slick. Smart. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, we'll have to check it out. Adventure 404. Awesome. Well, uh, what I like is also um, about a television show. Actually, two television shows, but they're they're related. Um, they're related by royalty. Um, one of them is called uh, Victoria. Mm. It's on the... Um, well, I watched it on PBS. I think it's a, it was produced by BBC or something yeah. like that. Um, about Queen Victoria. And then the other one is The Crown, which is on Netflix. Um so Victoria's about Queen Victoria and the Crown's about Queen Elizabeth II, right. separated by about a hundred twenty years. Yep. But you know, I started. I was watching them at the same time, and um, kind of got my royalty fix on. Um, obviously, they're they're separated by time a lot, um, but also they, they strike a different little tone. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Victoria better fits the uh, the Downton Abbey hole okay. um, that some people are experiencing yeah. because it deals a lot with. Not just Queen Victoria and, and and what she's going on, but a lot of the like the background, the servants, and and what's going on with them. So mm-hmm. you get kind of two shows in one as they're as they're dealing with it and some of their problems, and they have stories, you know, involving some of her, you know, handmaidens, if that's mm-hmm. the right right term, you know, of, of things they're going yeah, on also. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, Victoria stars Jenna Coleman yep. from uh, she mm-hmm. ditched Doctor <laughs> Who to to be on this show. Um, and uh, it, it, I was reading, um, not reading, but watching um, after on PBS after the last show aired, they had like this little making of, and um, the creator of Victoria, um, who's a British woman, um, got the idea after like I think someone approached her about doing a show about, uh, about Queen Victoria, and and I think most people. Mine, um, they have the stuffy image of Queen Victoria, you know, the Victorian right, age, yeah. a lot of morality and stuff like that. Um, but then she was able to read 
a lot of the diaries of Queen Victoria, and I'll mm-hmm. read a little ex- excerpt um, uh, from her diary, and uh, which gives you a, a, kind of a, a, a kind of a, a different view of, of, of the uh-huh. queen, because she became queen when she was only 18 years right. old, and then she ruled for till yeah, she 63 was, years yeah. old. Yeah, yeah. so one of the I think longest. I think I don't know if Queen Victoria this. I think uh, Queen Elizabeth II is just, just passed her. her. Yeah. yeah so. um, but this is about her. Uh, she she married um, her cousin Albert, um, which I guess that you do in royalty. You marry first cousin, second cousin. Sure. So. <laughs> um, but it says this is uh, from her diary. It says I never never spent such an evening. Three exclamation points. My dearest dear Albert, his excessive love and affection gave me feelings of heavenly love and happiness I could never have hoped to have felt before. He clasped me in his arms and we kissed each other again and again. His beauty, his sweetness, and gentleness. Really, how can I ever be thankful enough to have such a husband? Um, so it goes on to that. So even before when she first met Albert, you know, she writes in his diary, I mean, you know, she was like checking him out of, of, you know, how good he looked in his pants and stuff like that. So it gave the, you know, this creator a little bit insight. Okay, so she was she was a real person. She right. was a 18 year old, and she, you know, had um, like like boys and things like yeah. that, and and wrote about it a lot, and so. You know, gave a different view of what people thought of Victoria because, you know, she lost she lost him pretty early. I think they were married for like twenty years, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and so she was a widow for the last time. And I yeah. guess she mourned. She never married again mm-hmm. and anything like that, and, and and went to a period of mourning and kind of like that kind of set the tone for her rule and uh-huh. stuff like that. But it's very interesting. The the first season. Um, Starts with her as she assumes um, the throne um, at 18, and then it goes through uh, only a couple of years until her first <laughs> child is born, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, I'm reading about, she did not like children. She thought babies were ugly and, and you know, <laughs> just, you know, didn't like breastfeeding and stuff like that. And, and one part, one of the part of the episodes is they're trying to find a, what do you call it, a wet nurse. A wet nurse, yeah. Um, <laughs> But then she had nine kids with Albert, so not not wanting to be pregnant, um, <laughs> she she did eight more times after yeah. that. Uh, you know, it's very interesting. Obviously, you know, eighteen forties are you know, so you get the you know the invention of the of the trains and mm-hmm. and she was you know she had a couple of assassination attempts on her and things like that. Um, yeah, so wow. it's it's definitely more about the relationship between her and, and Albert, you know, mm-hmm. them falling in love and all that kind of stuff. Who plays Albert? You know? Um, I don't really, I don't really yeah, know his him. his name. Um, he may be a you know <clears throat> famous in British circles. Um, Tom Hughes. Um, right. he's been in other things before, but yeah. I didn't really recognize him. Um, Peter Firth. Um, he's a British actor you've seen yeah. before. Um, he plays her, her. Uh, I guess maybe her uncle or something like that. Who, um, there's this big you know intrigue because she's pregnant and one of her cousins or, or something like that charlotte she died in childbirth and so there's a lot of like um you know 1840s giving birth was not yeah. as you know, not as easy as it is nowadays right, so. and and uh and a lot of things could go wrong and they didn't really have the, the tools to, to do anything like that um and so peter firth is kind of like this 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 evil uncle, he wants to, you know, he's like, almost like hoping that she dies, but then he becomes the king, because right. uh, he's next in line, yeah. and, and if she has a baby, then that, that baby becomes next right. in line, and he's kind of kicked out of of the, uh, being in, in line for the su- succession for the throne, but um, 
You know, so so uh, Peter Firth is one of the uh, famous names. Obviously, Jenna Coleman, Rufus Sewell, Sewell. I don't know how you yeah, pronounce know. his last name. He's been in tons of things. He usually plays a bad guy, um, but he gets to play a good guy in in this. Yay. He's, he's uh, Lord him. exactly. Um, go, Rufus. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and he's Lord Melbourne, which is like the, his the prime minister to the queen. I believe it's Melbourne. Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, by the locals. <laughs> yeah. <they're good. laughs> um, so. Uh, in, in in this in the TV show, they 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 over dramatize the relationship, you know. And in real life, he was more of a father figure to her because mm-hmm. her father died when she was young, and and she was raised really strictly by their mom and 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 her mom's mm-hmm. friend, quote unquote friend. Yeah. There was there was always rumors of something else going on, <laughs> but they raised her. In, uh, I can re- look it up. Some you know very strict. Yeah. She she had to sleep right next to her mother, and she was never ever able to do anything by herself. Um, and so Lord Melbourne, when she becomes queen, she kicks this guy out. She's like, he is no longer allowed in my, <laughs> in my presence. Get him out of here. I don't want him to see him in it anymore. Um, and so in, in real life, Lord Melbourne became like a father figure. It was kind of like, she was young. And so he's trying yeah. to teach her, um, how to be a queen and stuff like that. But in the, in the TV show that it almost seems like they have this almost romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, they over dramatize it a lot, but, um, there is a there is a connection. Um, the person who plays um, her, you know, Prince Albert, his father, um, is uh, the actor in The Crown plays um, uh, her, her uncle, the, the the king, I guess, the, who abdicated oh, the throne. Uh, um, Edward. Edward. So so the same actor plays oh, okay. are in both TV series. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, The Crown is, is pretty good. Um, it, it, it's 10 episodes on Netflix and they're, they're going to produce, I guess, um, many seasons, you know, doing mm-hmm. uh, 10 episodes each doing her, her time in, uh, as a queen. And, um, and who plays a queen? Uh, Claire Foy is the crew is the queen in that one. And she's only going to be in the first two seasons and then they're going to switch gonna, actors. An older actress. Yeah. As, yeah. as they go along. There's an old age makeup. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, Claire Foy is, is, is uh, Queen Elizabeth II. Mm-hmm. Matt Smith from, uh, you know, um, Doctor Who is, is her husband, Prince Philip, the Duke of Edinburgh. Yeah. Um, and, uh, uh, John Lithgow is Winston Churchill, which oh. he is awesome. Excellent. He is so good yeah. as Winston Churchill. Um, and it, it um, it's one you know one like the Screen Actors Guild Awards mm-hmm. for and I think the Golden Globes for Best Ensemble and cool. it's one of like, <clears throat> it definitely has more money thrown at it than than the the BBC Queen uh, mm-hmm. Victoria. They're both w- really well done, but The Crown I think just has a little bit more of a of a bigger budget. Yeah, um, and it kind of shows also. Um, but it's pretty good. It 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 covers the um, you know. I think, the time when she gets married to to, to Prince Philip, um, which I think is uh, 1947, um, right something like that. Two, yeah. And uh, and and Jared Jared um, Harris is her father, King George the um, Sixth, and uh, and so it, it 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 starts with him as the king, and then you know he dies, and, mm-hmm. and she becomes the queen, and and it goes all the way up, I think, until 1955. Um, so it, they're kind of cover like almost. Not quite ten years, but each I think series is going to cover mm-hmm. a, a little bit of time. I think the second series goes nineteen fifty five to nineteen sixty four or sixty three or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, we don't get to really see um, 
um, Eisenhower. He's 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 mentioned in one episode. Um, I think he's gonna in in the next episode, uh, next series. Um, we'll see um, Eisenhower a little bit, but <clears throat> it was interesting. This one um, this one episode dealt with um, um, the the queen um, who who was was raised, you know, and was educated privately and stuff like that, and um, they taught her what you know what she needed to know mm-hmm. to be a queen, and because she's royalty, and so a lot of <clears throat> like policies, procedures, almost, and, and things like that. Yeah. But but one episode deals with her not not thinking that she knows enough to deal with you know mm. to talk with these these Winston Churchill and, and these right. other politicians and things like that. So she hires a private tutor. Um, and they, he kind of shows her that she knows enough because something happens where uh, Winston Churchill has a stroke, <clears throat> and then the foreign secretary is having like gallbladder surgery. Mm-hmm. So he's out doing surgery. And, um, you know, Winston Churchill has a stroke, yeah. and no one's telling her anything. You know, they're trying to keep it from the queen, <clears throat> and so she has to confront them, uh-huh. you know, and, and so she, her education as, you know, as, as in royalty has, gives her, um, the, the, the education that she actually needs at the time. So mm-hmm. that was a very interesting episode. Another one dealt with the, um, the, uh, smog crisis, um, of London, um, people dying and Winston Churchill is trying yep. to kind of blow it off like oh it's just you know it's just weather and it's <laughs> nothing really um, it's just smog and it's just weather and it's going to break and all that but mm-hmm. <clears throat> obviously all the the factories in, in, in London were creating all this yep. weather and it it, it it actually led to this you know the Clean Air Act that they they, mm-hmm. um, they passed passed yeah so it's very it's very interesting very well done um Matt Smith is great. Uh, like I said, John Lithgow and, and Claire Foy um, are the are the standouts, I think. So yeah, so if you want your royalty fix, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you can watch both episodes. Um, I think The Crown is probably easier to watch um, because it's on Netflix. Uh-huh. Victoria, since he was on a, a television show, um, maybe you'll watch it on the PBS website and it right. might be you know released on... DVD and Blu-ray later on, but it's not streaming anywhere that I know of. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there they are. There's, cool. uh, I, I was, I was watching them at the same time, so it was just you know, feeling that Downton Abbey <laughs> hole. <laughs> we all feel. Um, there it is, is. Queen, The Crown, and Victoria. Cool. Awesome. All right. Well, my like this week is a movie I saw um, with my family mm. called Life. Have you seen it? No. So it's the you've probably seen the trailer for it. Yeah. Um, the you know astronauts on a space the space station in the International Space Station and yeah they retrieve a uh, a probe from Mars and you know they find life and then it goes downhill from there. Yeah. But uh, it's, as um, evidence in the trailer. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's millennials. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The trailer gives away a little bit too much, I think, but. Uh, yeah, that was my problem with the trailer. But um, you know, it's a, it's a pretty good movie. I, yeah. I the the kids really liked it. Um, Katie's favorite movie is Alien, and it has very much oh. Alien uh, oh, yeah. vibe to it. So it's from the trailer, yeah, yeah, it has so, a pretty good cast too. It does. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, Rebecca Ferguson, Ryan Reynolds, and uh, let's see, Hiroyuki Sanada, Ariane Bakare, and Olga Diovichnaya. So, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. So they are, they're, you know, it's the International Space Station, so 
Olga, whatever her name is, is is the uh, commander, a Russian commander, uh-huh. and uh, Hiroyuki is the Japanese guy, and then there's two British guys and two, or two British astronauts, one guy and one girl, and then uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Ryan Reynolds are the Americans, and yeah, so it's, you know, it's it's somewhat formulaic, uh-huh. but uh, but it was exciting and, and cool and... Um, scary? Was it scary? A little scary, a uh, little suspenseful. I mean, I wish I'd gone in with not seeing the trailer, yeah. of course, but uh, yeah. because I knew a couple of the beats that were going to happen, it's like, oh, well, when's that going to happen? Okay. Yeah, and then, um, you yeah, know, reviews are, are it's like 7 out of 10. Mm. Um, one, one said there's, let's see, there's not much insider art to the direction, but it was competently done. Says it's alien for low attention spans. Arrive, <laughs> arrival for non pacifists. Okay, nice. <laughs> with some remnants of ambition towards something headier. So, it had some. You know, it's a good rental. I say. Okay. Um, Katie really liked it, um, and it's pretty bleak. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of people survived. Let's just say that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the attrition rate's pretty high. The attrition rate's pretty high. Yeah. Um, so it's more like when is somebody going to die? Ah. You know. So. Um, well, alien attrition rate was pretty high. That's true too. Yeah, it's <laughs> kind of the point. This one was yeah. this one was interesting though because you saw the alien right away. I mean, you saw it as a one-celled mm-hmm. creature, and then watched it grow from there. And you know, as they so slowly realize, oh, maybe it's a little more intelligent or dangerous than we think it is. And do we have enough firewalls up? Do we have the safety in place? And no, you know, um, <laughs> it escapes. It it reminds me a lot of like. Have you seen an octopus escape from like a little tiny, you know, hole? Mm. And so it. I try not to look at that. Yeah. <laughs> but nightmares. Um, yeah. Yeah, but it's like that. So it's it's a creature sort of like that that can squeeze its body into very tiny, you know. Mm. So that's how it finally gets out through, you know, through like this little vent that they were trying to close, but it didn't get it closed fast enough, and then so then it's everywhere on the space station, or could be everywhere, um, and it it hits. Um, it was looking for a food supply, so it ate the coolant that was cooling the communications to Earth. You know, so the oh, communications man. to Earth are down, uh, yes. and all this, you know, and it goes down from there. So, but it's looks looks good. Looks great. Yeah, it's it's beautifully shot, and um, special effects are awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, some of the stuff that happens is like, oh yuck! I didn't want that to happen, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> but you believe they're you know in zero gravity and and. And it's uh, it's suspenseful where it needs to be, and so it's a competently done low budget alien, basically. So, nice. Yeah. So we enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I saw the Red Band trailer in front of like Logan or something, uh-huh. where like it and it just showed like straight like the scene with the guy's hand in the yeah. thing, and it was just that for like three minutes. It didn't show any other parts of the movie. It was just like that one suspenseful yeah. scene. I was like, I was like, oh, that's a really cool way to do that. Like, cause right. I saw, I'd yeah. seen the first trailer, and it was like. Kind of okay, uh-huh. but then just showing like I was like that one scene at mm-hmm. least like is pretty good. Yeah, that's that scene stands out in my head. Yeah, I'm like ooh, yeah, <laughs> what this um, thing can do. So so yeah, after that trailer, I was way more interested in seeing the yeah. movie. Yeah, it's worth worth checking out on. Speaking of movies, I'm surprised you to bring for your like uh, the Fate of the Furious. Have you seen it yet? I did. I saw yeah. it last night. Very late. Yeah, <laughs> about six hours ago. I saw. Thumbs up. 
Uh, thumbs in the middle. It's my least, probably my least favorite oh, since okay. like the fourth one. <laughs> but the ending is really cool. <laughs> like, like it's like I don't know. The I didn't want to talk because I don't like love or hate it. Oh, it's okay. just kind of like middling. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I, I thought the most of the stuff leading up to the end was kind of like okay, but the end was really really cool. To me okay. For a lot of that, like there's. Like just some re- like it once it remembers like what a Fast and the Furious movie is like it does it really well <laughs> yeah, okay. but for the most of the movie it kind of forgot how to be a Fast and Furious movie. Um, oh, okay. Even with the submarine breaking up through yeah. ice. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the end. So that's, oh, that's, that's the, end. That's okay. the cool part. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> it's all I've yeah. seen from the previews. Yeah. Oh, and also speaking of life, um, I don't know if you've even seen um, the new series season of Mystery Science Theater 3000 dropped on Netflix and uh, I saw that the first uh, off, the yeah, first uh, episode deals with this you know this 1950s movie called Reptilicus cool. about bringing life you know thing it's it's pretty good the, at the very first you know the the it's a new intro and all that and it takes a while uh-huh. for you to get familiar with it and then um, but oh oh some good lines in the in the first one. We'll have to have to watch. Yeah, that. so there you go. No, all uh, fourteen episodes of Mystery Science Three Three Thousand are out there on Netflix as of today. Awesome, very cool. All right, we're gonna take a break. Um, I'm gonna be playing music from uh, this band called Colony House. Andrew and I saw them in concert about you know six weeks ago now, and yes. um, they're really <laughs> this is relevant. <laughs> they're really they're really good though, and I've been wanting to play their music um, for a while. So here's a good excuse. So. Uh, we're going to take a break. You can hear some Colony House, and uh, you'll hear them uh, throughout the episode. Yeah, the what beginning song are we listening end. to? I don't know. I'm, okay. put, I'm putting three good ones on there, though. So, uh, yeah. We'll take a break, and then we'll be back with Russ. So we go in reverse order, talking about our dislikes. So, Russ, you're up first. All right, so my daughter brought this to my attention. Um, She's like, I wish Hollywood would stop ruining my childhood. (laughs) Uh, So, have you guys uh, read the book, uh, The Story of Ferdinand? Is that about the cow? About the bull, yeah. Who? I remember that book existing, but I don't know that I've ever read it. That was was a book that, that... Carl and I used to read to the kids, and it's got beautiful illustrations by, um, well, the book's written by Monroe Leaf and illustrated by Robert Lawson, and I always love the, it's black and white illustrations, kind of. It's about a cow with a flower addiction, though, right? That's right. It's, it's, uh, (laughs) Ferdinand is, is a cow who does, or a bull who doesn't want to do anything, he doesn't want to run and jump and play like the other (laughs) little bulls, he wants to just sit quietly, or sit quietly, Sit just quietly. That's how it says. Sit just quietly and smell the flowers. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and his mother, who was a cow, <laughs> I love how it says that. You know, would ask him if he wanted to go run and jump and play. And she was a very understanding mother, even though she was a cow. Sounds like she was an enabler. Yeah, she was an enabler. Um, him sitting under his cork tree. So anyway, we love this book. It's it's all about just be who God made you to be, basically. Uh-huh. You know, be be the person you are, even though. Other people might think that you should be a, a you know, a bull that actually goes into the bullfights in Spain. 
I, I like how the book just kind of doesn't um, deal with the all these bulls want to go be in the bullfights. None of them know that they probably are going to die afterwards. <laughs> exactly. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> kind of spears stuck in their back. Just kind of glide over that. But anyway, so we love this. Um, we love that book. So Katie shows me this trailer. Um, Blue Sky Productions is is making a full length movie of Ferdinand, starring John Cena as Ferdinand. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I mean, they already and made a cartoon of it, right? We, there's there, a cartoon that exists. There, there's there? A, a Disney made a cartoon like in 1953 yeah. or something, which was, which like was a, like a short? seven minutes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so it's about the right length for mm-hmm. adapting this, and it was the entire um, uh, text of the book. Okay. And and the drawings were close to what you know what the originals were with. But it didn't have John Cena. It did not have John Cena. So. <laughs> Yeah, so what's blue blue sky? That I think they did like Rio. And, oh, okay. So they yeah, do, yeah. they do the big garish, you know, three uh-huh. D animated yeah. stuff. Um, so yeah, <laughs> so I watched. I guess David Tennant's in it as another bull. Okay. Um, there's all kinds of from the trailer. You see these hedgehogs or porcupines. I'm not sure what they are, and a crazy-looking goat that is, you know, helping Ferdinand learn how to fight. And the end of the trailer, Ferdinand has finally decided that he's going to learn how to charge something. So he's charging a barrel, and a little bunny pops up. So he he uh, sticks his horns down in the in the dirt to not hit this bunny, and goes flying over in slow motion. Of course. And then the bunny's like. Ah, and the bunny has a heart attack. So then Ferdinand gives the bunny CPR. What? It's like Sounds way off the rails from anything that the uh, that the book is. <laughs> so, yeah. well, a movie about a bull not wanting to move would have been pretty boring. So. That's that's true. <laughs> but then why make a movie out of it? But why make a movie out of it? Exactly, <laughs> because it's a so, pre-existing uh, property yeah. that people <laughs> right. know about and want to watch. <laughs> but I don't know how they're going to stretch this. You know basically a seven-minute book, because Disney did it okay, um, into a 90-minute movie or whatever it's going to be. Well, so. they've done, like... I know, they've done all Like Dr. Seuss, the, you know, The Cat in the Hat, and uh, The Grinch. I mean, they made the those Lorax. little full feature movies, yeah. and, and... Some and, of those were all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't see The Lorax. So yeah. Owen liked it. Um, but the, the, I didn't see The Cat in the Hat, because I, I stayed far away from that. But right. the, the Grinch was horrible. Yep. At least I thought it was. I... There's a certain charm to parts of it, but it goes on way too long. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so I'm with Katie. Don't ruin her childhood. <laughs> but we should watch the trailer probably. Oh, definitely watch yeah, the so trailer. So we'll, we'll put a link to that. Watch the, the trailer just to see, like, oh, See wow. the train wreck coming. Yeah. We should we should actually link to the Disney version, oh, okay. too. Okay. That's probably uh, out there somewhere. Right? It is. I, I just found it this morning, and I, I actually sent it to Katie because she was asking, has there ever been another one done? I'm like, probably? I don't know. So... And it's, you know, the Disney ones, it's sillified. Sillified? Is that a word? Made silly. Uh-huh. It's a little, you know, more silly than the book is, yeah. but but still, it's still, it's closer it's to... It's a silly kind of concept. It is a silly kind of around smelling flowers. Yeah, so. All right. But yeah. Anyway, so, Ferdinand, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it comes out December 15th, so, I don't know, Star Wars or Ferdinand? I don't know which one I'll be seeing. <laughs> Could do a double feature. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. 
I hope I hope Star Wars gets the IMAX release that <laughs> over Ferdinand. <laughs> <laughs> Ferdinand IMAX 3D. Yeah. It is John Cena. <laughs> yeah, you come busting through the screen. <laughs> wow. Well, um, my dislike is um, is a, is a movie that um, that I watched on Netflix and. Uh, it had everything going for it, but it was a really bad movie. And so I was going to talk to you guys and see, right. kind of break down, see what, where this movie see went where it went off the rails. Yeah, so it's it's called Outcast. It's a 2014 film. Um, it is a it's an action film. It's directed by uh, Nick Powell. His first movie being directed, he was a, a stunt coordinator before that. So okay. I mean, I understand why that would go wrong. A stunt coordinator wanted to make a direct movie. If it's an it, action movie, though, maybe. It's an American slash Chinese slash Canadian film, so mm. two and a half world superpowers right there. <laughs> um, and uh, it has two of America's most treasured actors, Hayden Christensen oh, yeah. and Nicolas Cage. So we know where it went wrong. Right? <laughs> I, I see yeah. nothing, no problem with this movie. So, um, yeah, I watched this. Um, <laughs> To see the train wreck coming, oh, I just yeah. want to see how bad it was was going to Is be. Is it Outcast with a K? By any no, 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 no. <laughs> um, about the rapper duo, that'd yeah. be good. Like a, 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 I would, I would watch a movie, a movie of Hayden Christensen and Nicolas Cage playing <laughs> Outcast. <laughs> yeah, that'd be. Good. I would watch that so. <laughs> no, but so um yeah so it, it's um if I can um let me read the uh, the the little description of of it and uh, and so maybe you can. This will so explain what yeah. it's about, and uh, and you can get get an idea of what it is. So, young Prince Zhao, Z H A O, I guess it's Zhao, and his sister Lian find themselves on the run from their father's forces when their father, the king, is murdered by their older brother Shing. They hire the reluctant aid of opium addicted Jacob, that's Hayden Christensen, a war weary crusader who quickly finds himself bonding with the pair. Jason, Jacob must overcome his own personal demons and seek the assistance of his mentor, Galen, Nicholas Cage, who is now a bandit leader known throughout China as the White Ghost. Wait, so what, what time period does this take place? It takes place during the Crusades. Okay. Yeah. So it's a, it's a period piece also. All so, right. You know, it's, it's, oh, Nicholas Cage is oh. famously good in period pieces. <laughs> yeah. um, reunited, the pair must overcome sadistic Shing awesome. and his forces... Long enough to ensure that Zhao returns to his rightful place on the throne. So the movie opens with um, Hayden Christensen and uh, Nicholas Cage as crusaders. They're in somewhere, you know, in the Middle East. They're attacking this fortress, and they're going through, um, you know, hacking up people and uh, all these, you know, cool action pieces with people, mm-hmm. sword fights and stuff like that. Um, I guess the accent work is just <laughs> so bizarre. It's like that why. <laughs> First of all, they're the only two crusaders who speak during this opening thing, but mm-hmm. they both have these weird accents, and you're like, okay, so I don't know what they're going for. I don't know where these accents... I guess maybe Hayden Christensen is a semi-Scottish? I don't know. Okay. Nicholas Cage is, is just... I don't know where this accent <laughs> is. You know, WTF, Gary. Um, but uh, it is so bad. Um, and, you know, as they're going through, they're talking and, you know... Um, and Nicholas Cage's Galen is is becoming less, you know, um, enthralled with this the idea of crusading, and you know wants to ditch it all. And he mm-hmm. says, you know, we just need to go east. You know, let's just get out of here and go east. And Hayden Chris is like, no, let's we can take this fortress. And uh, you know, they're arguing back and forth. And um, and in the meantime, you know, the the um, 
Islamic leader of this fortress, you know, is trying to get his wife and children and all the women out of there. You know, you say you need to go and leave. And, and you know, eventually they kill him and then they're going through. And then you cut to a scene and Nicholas Cage is, is looking at Hayden Christian in his room and, and all the children and women are dead. You know, and, and he's like looking at, at Hayden mm-hmm. Christian with disgust and Hayden Christian is on his knees crying and stuff like that. Killed, um, they killed his mother. Maybe that's what it is, yeah. Um, and then, boom, you, you switch to, to China and, and the plot thing where, where this, this emperor is going to um, give the, the, the throne to his younger son and gives him the royal seal and he tells him to leave because the older brother is not going to like this. And, and so they escape and then the older brother comes in and he kicks all the guards out except this one guard he kind of like knows what's going on and he kills the king and and then he blames it on his brother and the sister and tells them they need to you know find them and uh and eventually they get to you know here's um hayden christensen you know in a bar somewhere you know <laughs> addicted to opium and it's like all you know freaking out and uh, you know acting he's acting like he's an opium addicted like he's he's high or whatever and and eventually he saves them from these uh, the guards that from the king who's um, the now king the evil king mm-hmm. um, and he you know becomes their their savior and he has to try to lead them and uh, and they go through all these trials and and of course Hayden Christensen starts falling in love with the sister and you know they of start course, making yeah. googly eyes at each other and things like that but the real magic happens when they finally meet up with with Nicolas Cage again. Um, Hayden Christian gets injured and he has to be saved by um, this this one you know um, Chinese woman and she doesn't speak and you know this weird you know effects of him like I don't know if he's gonna dying you know and it, <clears throat> the weird the camera you know is doing his weird effects and um, and there's you see Nicholas Cage in the back and, uh, and then we see him next time he's got. For some reason, that's never explained. He has two snakes. He's holding onto like two snakes. <laughs> They're wrapped around his wrist, and he's like holding them, and and he's squinting, you know, a lot. And it turns out that he um he talks about he's lost his eye, and so instead of giving him an eye patch or making some cool effect where you know he's missing an eye, there's... he just squints a lot. <laughs> awesome. You know, there's so Nicholas Cage with two snakes and and squinting, and he's like, "What are you doing here?" And he talks <laughs> about him why he has the two snakes. <laughs> Never explain why he has two snakes. I feel like he just probably brought them on set that day. I guess maybe <laughs> like, that no, wasn't even in the script. Own personal snakes. Yeah, it's like I don't know. Is, is it some cool effect? Like he's holding on to these two snakes. But uh, they talk about having this, you know, this this great fortress that's you know that's up in the mountains and and easy and super defended, you know, defensible. And but again, here comes the the king's forces and they like easily wipe everyone out. Um, and. Uh, and Nicholas Cage has this overly long death scene where he's like arrow after arrow is coming into him and he's still fighting. Kind of like maybe they're inspired by Boromir and Lord of the Rings, I mean, you know, but it's way campy, his death scene. But he eventually dies and then and then Hayden Christensen fights the evil king and he's about to die because, you know, the guards are going to shoot him before he can kill the the evil brother Shing, but but this one guard for you made at the beginning, he's like, No, no, don't touch him, let him fight. And, you know, eventually Hayden Christensen wins and and uh the the rightful son is is, is on mm-hmm. the throne and everything's really well and good and then the last scene, you know, is 
the sister's looking for Hayden Christensen, and he slowly slinks away, you know, and off into the distance, like, I don't want to be part of this. And the good news is, is that they are talking about a sequel. Oh, oh good. So the, the, the producer is planning wondering. a sequel. It's been a while, though. It's been a couple of years, so I don't know if they're in pre-production or whatever. But, but yeah, if you want to waste um, 99 minutes of your life <laughs> and watch this movie... I don't. Um, I, you know, I watched it for science. I watched it so you wouldn't have there to. But, go. yeah, it's okay. a, it's a, it's a, if you want to torture somebody with a Nicolas Cage slash Hayden Christensen movie... I'll maybe watch the trailer. It is, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's... Uh, yeah. Oh, and then I, I got to mention Hayden Christensen's like haircut is the worst. It's like a mullet slash mohawk slash weird thing oh, going on. Yeah. yeah, I saw the the uh, the art. The part. accents though is uh, is is beautiful. But he, you know, you got to give it to Hayden Christensen. He sticks with that accent throughout the whole. <laughs> Good. He's committed. Movie. To it, huh? He's committed to this accent. Nicholas Cage less so. I think you, you get him slipping a little one. It's just it's so bad. <laughs> uh, it's pure torture. Is there, you know, if you want to torture someone with Nicholas Cage movies, sit down and you can watch the entire movie on YouTube. It says so. Or you can watch it on Netflix. Or you can watch it on, it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix so, but yeah. yeah, that's my dislike. <laughs> it's a horrible movie. Um, and, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, for my dislike, I dislike how much talent uh, Noah Hawley has. Um, Who's who, Noah Hawley? Uh, Noah Hawley uh, created Fargo um, okay. for FX. Okay. Um, and more recently uh, created Legion um, also oh, okay. on FX. Mm-hmm. Which I haven't, um, all, it's all on my DVR, I haven't yeah. watched it yet. Uh, you should watch it, because it's really, really good. Okay. Um, and it's just unfair, like, how good this guy is <laughs> at making TV shows. Um, does he, did he do both both seasons of Fargo? Yeah. Okay. He did this, and he's about to do season three of Fargo. So he's still running both shows. Like, wow. He's just, like, they have to wait for, like, snow for Fargo. So they, they can only <laughs> shoot at certain times of the year. So don't use fake snow, huh? They use real snow? Yeah. They, they, shoot, they shoot it legit. Um, so they had to take a break, like, that's why season three of Fargo took so long. Um, they're like, well, the shooting schedule doesn't work out, and so, so he went off and made this other show, like, in the meantime, and it's, it's just so good. This throwaway (laughs) show? Um, this throwaway show called Legion. Um, so Legion, uh, is a superhero show, kind of, um, set in the X-Men universe, um, starring Dan Stevens. From Downton um, Abbey? From Downton Abbey. Um, Aubrey Plaza, who is the best part of the show. Oh, I didn't um, know she was on that. Yeah, and she is just so good. Um, is she uh, dark and sarcastic? Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> so she plays um, herself. Yeah. Uh, uh, Rachel Keller, who is on season two of Fargo. Okay. Um, it has, uh, Katie, uh, Katie Asselton from, uh, The League and a bunch of, like, indie or stuff. Uh, Gene Smart and uh, Jermaine Clement, oh, um, who's okay. great and everything, and is one of the best parts of this show too. Um, but it's about um, uh, this guy David, played by Dan Stevens, David Holler, um, and he is in like a mental mental institution um, because he's schizophrenic, um, or is he, or is he, or, is he? or maybe he's a mutant. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like this is. 
I don't know. There's no other show that on this on TV like this. It's just so uh, weird, and it's definitely. I mean, it's 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 very much its own thing. Um, it's not like it's definitely not a superhero show. Like it's technically a superhero show, but mm-hmm. it's not really a superhero mm-hmm. show. Um, it's just this weird excuse for them to do whatever they want. It feels like because <laughs> they can just go into people's minds and do like the craziest stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Robert Plaza has a, a dance scene for some reason in, like, one of the episodes, like, and it's great. The music's great in the show. Um, it's another thing where I can't talk too, too much about the stuff going on, um, other than to say, you know, if, if you have any kind of passing interest in that kind of show, it's one of the best things that was on TV this year, um, for sure. Um, yeah, it's really good. Why have you not watched it? Uh, because it's, I don't know. <laughs> I gotta be in the mood for I gotta be in the mood for you know because I know it's kind of bizarre and yeah it's and, and twisted so mm-hmm. you kind of got to be in the mood for that certain mood for that I just haven't been yet but yeah I will um, yeah it's fantastic the first season had eight episodes <coughs> um, and it's done and coming back for a season two at some point um, but I have no idea when. Like probably on some other Fargo break. <laughs> and do you know that is Fargo like an anthology? Is it going to be is season three going to be totally something different? Because yep. I know season two was totally something different than yep. season one. Kind yeah. of. It was a loosely connected, right? But yeah. It was season back three. In time. Season three has like uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead and Ewan McGregor. Okay. Ewan McGregor's playing twins. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited for mm. season three of Fargo. So your like, your dislike is almost a. It's a cheat. It's a cheat. Yeah. It's a light, cheat. But, you know. <laughs> oh, it's totally a cheat. <laughs> But I didn't have a dislike when we started this episode, and now I do. <laughs> and if I had planned this out better, I would have probably switched the two. I have um, a couple dislikes I can give you, like um, uh, a couple like weird commercials. I talked about some weird commercials last time, and yeah. there's some bizarre ones, like that Charmin commercial with the bears, and you know, so bears fur pooping toilet paper. Yep. This is an image I just don't need to see. It's like, can we do away with the with the Charmin the bear, like any toilet paper commercial. Mm-hmm. We don't need toilet paper commercials. We know what it's for. Yeah. Everyone uses it. You know, I mean, the technology isn't that great anymore. It's kind of there. We have it. We it's a, it's a very useful. Don't think we need any commercials about toilet paper anymore. Oh. So, yeah, but yeah. For this show, I actually I thought I'd talked about this already because we, I was going to on a, uh-huh. the day we were going to record, but then we ended up not recording a podcast. Are you talking week. Legion or Fargo? Legion. Okay. Um, yeah, Legion is just, I think I've, I've talked about Fargo on the yeah, show, I think. I think you um, have, yeah. I'm sure I have. At least <laughs> Maybe when you're best of best of stuff. Yeah. yeah, because Fargo is one of the best shows on TV, and then now Legion is also one of the best mm-hmm. shows on TV. It just makes me angry, so, um, <laughs> yeah, so it, it was something that I thought I'd talked about, um, so I guess part of my dislike is that I hadn't had a chance to talk about it, <laughs> yet, um, because we haven't, because the, the season just ended about two weeks ago. So it's been on for like 10 or 11 weeks or whatever. Yeah. And I guess that's about how long it's been. I think, or or we did a podcast right after the first episode came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was going to talk about it, but then like you wanted to, wanted to wa- wait first, for yeah. more than just the first. Because yeah. the first episode was just phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and like it, it just really gets to like dig into this guy's mind. And I mean, because he's definitely, there's definitely, whether or not he's a mutant, there's definitely stuff that's wrong with this guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so, I mean, like, they spend, like, the, there's a mutant that can kind of go into people's minds and, like, help, like, and bring people in to help, like, relive his memories. Um, there, there's some really cool stuff. So, yeah, there's that. There's, um, uh, like, there's a, a girl who lives inside of a guy. 
um, <laughs> basically. <laughs> uh, so, like, they're kind of, like, you know, they, like... Like a symbiotic relationship almost? Yeah, or? sort of. So, like, she can come out, and she only ages when she's outside of him. So, <laughs> like, she's way younger. Uh. They're both named Carrie. Okay. Um, <laughs> so... Um, well, yeah, so there's like, there's some really cool stuff. And Jamaica... all, these, all these people in the mental institution? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Dan, Dan, the show starts with uh, Dan Stevens, Rachel Keller, and Aubrey Plaza. Okay. Uh, all in this mental institution. And I think it's like an, uh, like an hour and a half or almost like two hour long first episode. Yeah, I think it's an hour and a half. Um, and it is just weird and amazing. <laughs> and, like there's full episodes... That just like go like because there's only eight episodes, which is crazy because of how much stuff they cram into the season mm-hmm. and how like different every episode is. Um, like I mean, there's there's nothing typical about this show, um, and it's just really fantastic and infuriating that it's the same guy that makes. <laughs> it's not even like the, this guy has made like all of these other good shows. It's like he's making these two good shows at the same time, yeah. like. I don't know. FX is killing it. Um, and so is uh, No Holly. There you go. Alright. It's a name you should know, I guess. Yeah. Well, those are our dislikes slash wink wink likes uh, <laughs> for this week or this time. And uh, hopefully we won't take too long of a break between episodes, but you never know. See you in ten weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trying to get three people in a room together yep. with busy schedules, but I don't know. Um, Thanks for listening, um, and uh, we'll catch you next time on the Pumping Irony Podcast. I'm Tim. I'm Russ. And I'm Andrew. We're out. Thanks for listening to the Pumping Irony Podcast. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or any other podcast program. You can leave a positive review and a rating for us on iTunes if you like what you hear. You can interact with us on our website at www.pumpingironypodcast.com or on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash pumpingironypodcast. We'd love to hear from you. You can also follow us on Twitter by searching at Pumping Irony Pod. Baby, it's you and I.